Hi, I'm Adam, and welcome to episode 21 of the Screen Bucket Podcast. I'm um, I'm on my own today. Uh, Matt had to go back to the cupboard, and anyone who's heard the radio show already will know that Rob's left the country, so thanks a lot, Rob. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm not going to take you for long. Just to let you know that today's show, we're going to be discussing Transformers, my childhood classic favourite. Um... We're going to talk a bit E3, that's pretty good, um, and we're going to talk about my impending 30th birthday. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, guest presenting this week is Matt Butler, the drummer from Electric Black, so we do talk a little bit about his band and his things as well. Um, yeah, that's all I can really say, it's very weird not having someone to bounce off of, but... Um, yeah, let's just put you straight onto the podcast, shall we? See you at the end. Oh, this is Screen Bucket with Adam and Rob. Learn about movies whilst we get in your job. There's TV and games and other stuff too. We're going to share all this with you. Get out of my factory, you little toad. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Matt. Ma- wh- what? Yeah. Matt? That's right. Matt Butler, the drummer from Electric Black. That's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of Screen Bucket, where Rob has sodded off on holiday. Thanks, Rob. So I stumbled over to the cupboard, opened it up, and there Matt was, sleeping with his ankles up in the air. Yep. Uh, and I woke you, didn't I? I've been like that for weeks. I know. I wish just, you hadn't left me there. Just surface for blue M&Ms. That's it, yeah. Only blues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pick out the rest. Absolutely. So, Matt, we've got Matt in this week only. Maybe a future one, but who knows. Uh, for Rob's replacement. And he's going to be just as enthusiastic and ridiculous as Rob, aren't you? Woo! Oh, no, you're, that's too enthusiastic. Okay, woo. He's to bring you back a bit. Woo. Whoa, that's better. Okay, good. Cool. We'll keep it that level. Yeah. Excellent. Good. Oh. Um. So yes, this is a screen bucket. It is. It's my birthday screen bucket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, oh yeah, you're not too happy about it being your birthday, are you? Really? Not only am I not happy about it, my body's not happy about it. Why? Tell us more. It's just decided to give up on life. My, you might be able to hear my throat is messed up. Uh, like you got like a time limit and now everything's sort of going downhill from this point onwards. It's like my voice is slowly... By the end of the show, I'm going to be walking around with a Zimmer frame. I'm going to be playing bingo. I can't wait to see. <laughs> I'm not actually going to lie, I can't wait to it's see. It's going to be like that moment in uh, Indiana Jones, but slowed down just a little bit. Like a whole radio show, but by the end of it, you're just going to be sort of all... It's just like melting. Bent <laughs> over and yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, mad. Uh, so as it's my birthday, um, I've gone ahead and chosen a film. Okay. I've chosen my one of my favourite childhood films that I watch almost every birthday. What Go is it? Oh, well, it is the 1986 Transformers animated film. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Adam is stoked. I am not so stoked, but Adam is stoked. <laughs> oh, it's the best, man. It's all right. It's, we'll get on to that, but it's all right. <laughs> Absolutely. So what else is going on uh, that we're going to talk about? So we're going to have a little bit of a chat about E3, because that's just happened. 
Yes, we're a little bit behind schedule on that. Mm-hmm. Dan and Kev's show has already covered it at length, just to the way the shows work out. But it's still quite interesting, so we will There's talk about it. still a couple it. of things, a couple of little things. Absolutely. In fact, uh, people who follow kind of stuff I do outside of the radio show, um, me and Nick are planning a From the Sofa reunion E3 catch-up. Very nice. Oh. Be yet again, more of Nick just blathering on. I'm trying to stay away because he talks about all his nonsense. Uh, it's a good, It's a good thing. Is it? Yeah, man. Is it? Yeah, I'm all for it. All right, fair enough. Um, well, okay, so we're going to cover a bit of E3. We're going to talk about Transformers, a few other bits in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going to be an interesting show, I think. I should imagine so, yes. Absolutely. So, for now, though, uh, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? Yes, what have you been watching? Okay, so recently I've got into Vikings. Oh! Which i uh, not like... I've not really watched too many films recently, so because mm. I've been because uh, I've been lacking on the TV show side of things. Yeah, I thought I'd sort of uh, since the uh... since the sad departure and the very disappointing departure yeah. of Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, Heartbroken, I think you were uh, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Devastated. I I enjoyed it. Uh, I just think it could have been better. But at the same time, it's kind of refreshing to find something new. Yeah, yeah. That I've. Um, Personally, I've, I've really, really enjoyed it. It's yeah, been fun, Catherine so. Winnick as well. Oh, Catherine Winnick, yes. <sighs> <laughs> That's cool. So Vikings, then, how far are you through? Uh, so I've done a season so far. Okay. Just about to step onto season two. But then, out of nowhere, Happy Season two's popped up. <laughs> uh, so I'm sort of in a bit of a battle with what I want to watch. Uh, yes, Happy Season 2. I've, I'm I'm halfway through it now. Nice. Um... Hmm. Hmm. Not sure the season one. Season one is a very solid season. Season one was amazing. I enjoyed it. Because I didn't I show you, I asked you to watch the first minute. Yes. And you ended up watching the first 20. Oh, I watched the whole lot. <laughs> I just, it, was, it was, you watch the first minute and you'll get what it's like. So I watched the first <laughs> minute and then went home and proceeded to just spam the whole season. It's properly amazing it really is it yeah. really is it's one of those shows that i had everyone at once suddenly out of nowhere telling me to watch it yeah uh, what what i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> okay it's uh it surprised me it was one of those shows i saw it on netflix and it didn't really uh it, it wasn't really up my street and then i watched it and i was like oh this is so <laughs> up my street <laughs> for those not in the know happy is a story of a ex uh, alcoholic ex-detective Pursuing the kidnapper of his daughter with the help of her imaginary friend. Yes. And the kidnapper happens to be Santa. Uh, and then everything else goes weird as well. Uh, it, the concept of it is just amazing. It's you, ridiculous. Yeah, and, you wouldn't put them together, would you? And it goes so far into the weird. Yeah. Um, season 2 picks up from the end of season 1. Okay, cool. With a little bit of a gap. Um but is more focused on the weird and less about the like gritty bits. I did notice how um, I think it was maybe the last third of season one. Mm. They really did step into the weird. Um, with the, the there's the guy with the spoiler warnings if you haven't watched it. There's a guy who like dresses up like bugs and yeah. stuff, and I can imagine he's going to come back in a big way. I mean, you've you've seen it, so it's a bit difficult to, for me to say because it's more speculation from my side. Yeah, well, I'm not going to say anything really, but it's um, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's the best review I need. Just, yeah. The annoying thing with Happy is that it's very similar to something me and Rob have been working on for years. Mm. Um, and the second series hasn't stopped that. It's like watching it going, this is a lot like everything we've written already. I'm pretty sure we had this idea already. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, well. All good. Yeah. Um, uh, I've also been watching Black Mirror. Uh, the new season. The new season. Is it three episodes? Isn't three it? episodes. Yep. Uh, I think we might talk about it a bit more at length later because I've got opinions and thoughts. Go on, quick review. Uh, well, basically, it's something I complained about a couple of weeks ago on here that it seemed to be jumping the shark a bit. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think I was right. Okay, that's a good review. That's, that's basically a good quick it. review, man. Uh, it's not Black Mirror anymore. I've heard that a lot, actually. Uh, the the one thing that I've seen online is that it's lost its Black Mirrorness. It's lost its bite. Mm. I don't know how that's happened, really, but it's lost its bite. The, fa- the, the thing with Black Mirror, the early series, is they're almost word for word stuff that Charlie Brooker talked about on like Streamwipe and stuff. Yeah. Or in his articles. So it was all like these ideas that were full. Even Dead Set was based on something he talked about when he moaned about Bluetooth. Yeah. So, Dead Set was amazing. Dead Set was great. No one really talks about that either. No. Um, but yeah, and it's, it's all these sort of ideas that he had. And then now it's just whatever, I guess. Yeah, someone made um, yet another internet comment. Mm. But they said um, that they watched the most recent season of Black Mirror and they thought that. Charlie Brooker wouldn't have been happy with it. Like, someone else has taken... Because apparently Netflix has been quite heavy on taking over with it. Really? And um, they were saying, like, I bet Charlie Brooker wasn't impressed with this. Uh, Charlie Brooker's an award-winning rich man now. Well, that's it, yeah. That's that's the concern. Not a moody bloke anymore. Yes. Anyway, let's let's kick off with the first of our music tracks. Uh, This is one from you. Can you tell us what it is? Yes, it is No Vacancy... Which is the fictional band okay. from School of Rock. Okay. And this is the first song they play where Jack Black dies off the stage and then no one catches him. And the mm. song is called Fight. Fight! Fight! Happy birthday! Matt. Yeah. You are a stick man. I am a stick man, yes. A man who wields sticks. I do. On the stage. I hit things. Yeah. Uh, in a band. Do you? I do. That's something I do. Before the band, did you hit things with sticks anyway? Uh, yes. Was Before like... I started playing drums, I hit things with sticks, really. So, ah, this this is a theory of mine. Right, yes. Serial killers torture animals. Yes. Drummers hit things. Uh, yeah. I don't even need sticks, really. Whoa. Hands will do. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Blooming heck. I know. It's a, ma- it's a mad life. <laughs> it's been nothing but a mad life. Tell us about your stick life. So, my stick life. Okay. Uh, interesting things about my stick life. Uh, so, every weekend, almost every weekend, yeah, we play gigs around the uh, vicinity slash country. This is you and... Uh, it's Electric Black. Electric Black? Yes. Ah. Yes. Yes. Right, <laughs> right, up, the, <laughs> right up the street. But yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's very difficult to talk about... Um, what you do in your personal time, in the sense of like, not like that. Don't look at me like that, creep. Um, Can you pull your trousers back up? Please? No. <sighs> no, I gave you You're one chance. I told you, the... I'm going to do this show, but there's only one condition. That, that cushion is... I can't... I Ready don't know how for to a push it. <laughs> 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 
don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. Get a dictionary. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Okay, so Electric Black, what is it? Uh, so we're a four-piece band from Hertfordshire. We play uh, rock, which is rock! it's very generic to say that we play rock, but that's what we play. We don't um, we don't really have a specific genre. We don't play metal, that's for sure. Nope. Yep. And we don't play uh, uh, techno. We we have dabbled in techno. No, I'm lying. We have never dabbled in techno. That'd be awesome. No, I mean, Happy maybe hardcore. one day. Maybe one day when it all goes wrong and we're on album three and it's struggling, <laughs> we'll hit up the techno rock vibe. <laughs> but right now we're uh, we've just sort of recorded our first album, so we're not running out of ideas yet. Yes, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I was there for your first album. You were indeed. Yes. You are our videographer yes. for our behind-the-scenes documentaries. Absolutely. I could play us a little clip from that now. Of uh, Yeah, let's play a little clip. Then you get these, my bobbies, which is your sugar. It's like that, if you've ever seen it before. Pretty good. Found one of them in there, because you don't want to get diabetes. Um, this has to be hot if it's not hot you're doing it wrong chuck that in there like that see that and that magic that what's happening there that's chemistry you just show a clip of me making coffee or hear a clip of me making coffee absolutely I can't believe that actually happened that was the weirdest (laughs) scenario ever because I was unaware that Adam had managed to get everyone making a coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only thing I'm going to release. There's, there's just <laughs> so, four solid coffees made. But like it was it was like I'm going to film you making a coffee. It's very um you know, my I wear my influences on my sleeve. That's very uh, bad news and Well that's uh, sort of how the I I thought about it um when you when you came around the corner into the kitchen and I was making the coffee. I was thinking that I'm going to try and spinal tap this up as much as I possibly can. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, I, I feel like I achieved it. And I don't know if that clip just got played. But if it did, if I if I spinal tapped it up enough, let us know. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Spinal tapped it to 11. That's it, yeah. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, okay, quick plug then. Quick final plug and then we'll move on. Awesome. Um, yeah. Is that it? Uh, that's you it. are awesome. I don't know what to plug. All right. Where where can they find you? They can find us on... We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. If you put in Electric Black... You, Something will turn up. You'll find it. Yeah, yeah, you'll find it. It's a very... Um, I had a really bad time at Electric Black. Yeah, that's I it. I couldn't hear anything. Loads of bad Yelp reviews. The drummer threw a stick at me. I'm very sorry. I didn't mean to throw a stick at you. You should have caught it, really. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, that was an opportunity to get it signed. That's it. Well, it's already signed because they're custom sticks. So are they? Yeah, they could have just oh, caught. Yeah, you fancy. know, I'm classy like that. You know? mm. Mm. Anyway, yes, yes. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's the plug. There you go. All right, get it in your face. Bean bucket on Nofat FM. People. And that was Safety Dance by Men Without Hats. That's a good song. I love that song. It's a good song. Yeah. I wanted to play it last week um, because it's in Mar. Right, yeah. The slow, long American versions in Ma. Okay. And I was going to play it after the review, but for thought, nah, I'm going to save it for my birthday special. Yeah. It jogs a particular memory in my mind of turning 18 mm. with a bottle of whiskey in one hand. Right. Walking down the street, singing Safety Dance with Rob. That sounds pretty awesome. It was awesome. That it was pretty- awesome. I feel like uh, is like we should recreate that 
um, on your birthday. On oh, my birthday drinks? Yeah. Definitely. That should be recreated. Uh, um, all the way from Covent Garden yep. to... Every single pub. <laughs> there <laughs> we go. There's something else I want to do for that as well. Okay. So my birthday drinks, I've been wanting to do this since I was about eight years old when I first read uh, the Red Dwarf um, Infinity Welcomes Careful Drivers book. Okay. Where list? Do you know Red Dwarf? Yeah, I know Red yeah. Dwarf. Yeah. Lister gets into this whole situation because he gets really drunk on his twenty-first, doing a London Monopoly pub crawl. Right. Then it all goes black. He goes in a cab. He remembers going into a cab. He remembers seeing an advert for interplanet space hoppers and how they. Re- and then he remembers thinking they're really cheap these days. Yeah. And the next thing he remembers is waking up on one of the uh, moons of Jupiter in a lady's. Crimpoline hat, fishing waders. <laughs> he wakes up in a McDonald's. Like, <laughs> and he ends up on Mimus and he has to get his way off and that's how he ends up on the Red Dwarf. It's almost like they've written your birthday, <laughs> uh, which is mad. Um, so when I first read that, I went, I want to do that. Yeah. And every time there's been a big birthday, 21st, 25th, 18th, no money. Yeah. So 30th, no money. But sod it, I'm going to do it anyway. Well, yeah, that's it. You you, you commit, didn't you? There's You've no point now. There's no point waiting until 40. Doing a Monopoly pub crawl is possibly one of the greatest ideas. <laughs> I've I've never heard of it until you mentioned it. But then it all sort of... The, all the idea of it came flooding in. Like, that's genius. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be quite expensive and hard to do. I, I imagine when it's really... Cause it, if you ever see the Monopoly board on a map, it spirals in and gets tighter and tighter and tighter. Yes. So I imagine by, by the time it gets tight, we'll just have a shot in one, run up to the next pub and just shot, just trick shots. Yeah, which sounds great until you're like 15 pubs deep. <laughs> that's 15 shots you've got to drink. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a delay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm... To be honest... Don't, I'm, I'm not I doubting. N- I have no... I have no uh, belief that we'll make it the whole way, but it's about getting how far as we can. I would... Be mind blown if you make it to, uh, let's say, orange, maybe orange or red. If you make it to orange or red, then you're in any fit state to do the rest of it. <laughs> you ain't getting a dark blue or dark green, that's no. for sure. Like, well, we'd be starting at Kings Cross, so we'd already be ahead of the game a bit. You see, are you doing like the individual streets? You're doing Old Kent Road. You yeah, know, yeah. You, so you're going to yeah. do a pub on every. Absolutely. Okay, that's But good. we'd start Kings Cross because that's where we'll get in. Are you going to be adding stuff like Community Chest and uh, Chance? Oh, God, someone else can do that. Because there has to be something, right? Oh, uh, get out of jail free card. Yeah, so like the, the in-between places. <laughs> I mean, obviously the railway stations would be a silly idea. But the in-between spaces of your Community Chest and your Chance, you have to create something for that. Well, we go on free parking, we mug someone. Oh, I think fr- free money. parking has to be like your little break. Yeah. That's where you go like, okay, we've got a minute now. Tactical chunder. Yeah, whatever you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got to fall in the river or whatever you got to do, do it in free parking. <laughs> but I think that, yeah, I think that maybe Chance and Community Chest needs to be something. I mean. Yeah. I don't know what. Uh, a Chance could be eating a kebab in the worst looking place. Take a chance. Have a kebab. Yeah, no, that's great. So taking a chance would be eating some food from the ropiest looking yeah, restaurant yeah, on the yeah, road. Absolutely. Whatever the ropiest looking re- restaurant is, you have to go and order the worst looking thing on the menu. You got to take a chance. Um, What's community chess then? I don't know. Robbing uh, church. I don't think that's going to go down. <laughs> that's that's 
how to go straight to jail. Don't collect two hundred pounds. Uh, yeah. Well, they give out money. Entering beauty contests. Well, you just win every time, wouldn't you? Obviously. So you know, it's my birthday. Collect ten pound from every player. <laughs> I'll just, every now and then, every time we go on the community chest, I'll just turn around and ask for £10 for every player. You're around. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that, do you know what would be a good one for community chest? Then it sounds sort of stupid. Mm. But taking the community chest cards from the Monopoly game with you, and when there would be a community chest, taking a card mm. and trying to make that work around real life. So whatever you get, so if you get £10 in a beauty contest, someone within the group has to give you £10. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. So do, the last person to do something has yeah. to give £10. If you get okay. taxed, you lose money. Oh, right. So it adds a bit of uh, get taxed, unknowing. You... Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Could be a good idea. Could be. Could be. I'll have a look. Oh, I haven't got my Monopoly. I was going to say, you have a look at my Monopoly board, but <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Maybe later. Anyway, let's listen to my review of... Dark Phoenix, I guess. Nice. Adam's Film Reviews, X-Men Dark Phoenix 2019. Quiet! I break things. How's this sound? If you break something, I can fix it. I have a school for young people who are like you, G. We could be your new family. If you like. Go. Where is she? Where is she? Sorry. She should be dead. Whatever happened up there made her stronger. She's changing. And what? I'm scared when I lose control. Things happen to people I love. I'm not giving up on Eugene. This is what family does. We take care of each other. Written and directed by Simon Kinberg in his first directorial role, X-Men Dark Phoenix is the final entry in the shockingly long-running X-Men cinematic series. As film number 12, Dark Phoenix is the direct sequel to 2016's X-Men Apocalypse, which is notable for its ending, where Jean Grey unleashed the power of the Phoenix from deep within her for the first time, incinerating the otherwise immortal and godlike Apocalypse. You remember that, right? When she went all super-powered and... Yeah. Shame no one else seemed to have that longer memory. The Dark Phoenix opens in 1975 where a young Jean Grey accidentally causes a car accident, killing her parents. With nowhere left to turn, she's inducted into Xavier's school for gifted youngsters by Charles Xavier himself, who plays with her memories to ensure she's not traumatised by the accident and is therefore able to train her abilities in peace. Fast forward to 1992, and the X-Men are becoming well-known to the greater world. Known for their snazzy yellow jumpsuits and can-do attitude, Xavier watches like a proud father as his students respond to a distress signal by the Space Shuttle Endeavour. Here, each of our heroes, that is, Mystique, Beast, Jean Grey, Cyclops, Storm, Nightcrawler and Quicksilver, take to the rescue, but disaster strikes as Jean is left aboard the crippled shuttle 
as a smouldering cloud envelops the ship, before being slurped all the way up Jean before she's eventually rescued. Stunned but unharmed, Jean returns to Earth a changed woman. Now fiery, aggressive and extremely thirsty, she eventually begins to burn up from the inside. See, the power she's absorbed isn't really something to be trifled with. It's the power of the phoenix, which apparently she gets after she used it in Apocalypse. But anyway, um, this power is able to both wipe out and create life throughout the universe, and it doesn't stay bottled up in Jean long. As the power courses through her veins, Xavier's mental blocks come loose, and Jean is soon on her way to discovering that her life's been a lie, and damn anyone who gets in her way. But the Phoenix wasn't alone in visiting Earth. A shape-shifting alien race, headed by the quite frightening Jessica Chastain, have arrived on Earth to find the power of the Phoenix and claim it for themselves, one way or another. Eventually this ends with a big sort of fight thing happening and things get broken and whooshy powers happen and, you know, it's just standard X-Men film. I wouldn't say this is the worst one, although I think the critics would disagree. It is boring as all hell and despite the fact I've seen every film, I have no idea why anyone cares about each other or even what their relationships are to this point. Jennifer Lawrence's mystique is as mystifyingly bland and unnecessary as ever, though this might be down to Jennifer Lawrence really not wanting to be in this franchise anymore. The worst you can say about Dark Phoenix is that it is just completely unnecessary. Characters are rolled out just because. The threat is mostly unclear and it never reaches the peak of its potential. I also can't help but feel the manic jazz hands of Magneto and Jean Grey during one particular scene is just laughable, but I can't help but imagine how embarrassing it would have been to shoot. So meh. I can think of worse films, but this is one that can, and should, be skipped over. Except for Hans Zimmer's soundtrack, which is breathtakingly deep and sinister. I really can't state enough how much I love this music, and if I try really hard to imagine this as just one long music video, then well, all is forgiven. Almost. Oh, mademoiselle, would you like to have a film discussion? Oh, yes, monsieur. I'd love to have an in-depth film discussion with you, like they do on screen bucket. So that was Instruments of Destruction by NRG, which leads us on to our next topic, which is, Adam, what? Transformers the Movie, 1986. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, right. This is the best film ever. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> this is probably one of my childhood favourites, though. Cool. Um, Transformers the movie, yeah. I think I watched it when I was six or seven the first time. It's a I've, good age. I've tried to watch it ever since. Um, a little bit of background, Transformers was the one for me. Yep. Um, I've got an older brother and an older sister, Gavin and Melissa. Um, Shout out. Shout outs, yes. Uh, and I basically inherited all of their toys and things. Um, most of my brothers, obviously, uh, which was Transformers, Star Wars, Lego, all that stuff. Yeah. But Transformers was one I latched onto. 
Um, and with the toys, I had, uh, I want to say, three tapes. Mm. I had uh, the sort of pilot, three-parter pilot to the original 80s, 1984 series, More Than Meets the Eye, which is kind of like a complete story, beginning, middle, and end. I watched it to death. It nice was the chunk of Transformers. Absolutely. It was the introduction to all these characters. It showed off all the characters. Really nicely animated as mm. well. Voice acting's great. Um, before it got all cheap and tacky with the with the full series later on. Yeah. When it's just being rolled out. Um, so I had that tape and I watched it to death. Got to know all the characters. Had a great time. Then I had the movie. Yeah. This movie. This movie. This movie that's primary role is to ruin my childhood dreams uh kick me in the ribs and say no so what does this movie um, anything what does this movie do to your childhood favorites then adam it brutally murders them it does this this film is the opening chapter to a a long line of uh animated tie-in things from the 80s Mm. and this is an interesting chapter where at this point, no one thought anyone cared about these toy characters. Oh, how wrong they were. <laughs> so when they decided that it was time to roll out a new line of toys and to get rid of the old toys, who wants them? Mm. Let's kill them all. Let's burn them alive. Let's melt them in a big vat of acid. Yep. Uh, just to replace them with some absolutely rubbish characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, so that's kind of that's why this film sticks with me in quite so, a heavy way that's like your side of the Transformers thing yes uh, I'll, I'll let you know mine I myself do not care for a Transformers <sighs> I think I was honestly I was just a little bit late for the boat um, I can kind of see why people would enjoy it so much because of the toys yeah don't get me wrong the idea of the toys because you get the toys and they sort of they transform. But they're like two toys in one. Exactly, which yeah. is amazing. But the whole idea of Transformers just went straight over my head. It just bored the life out of me. <sighs> and I never really got it. I don't like the new films. I don't like any... I don't really like Transformers. But you said to me, go and watch this animated film <laughs> from 1986. Yep. Tell me what you think. And we're going we're gonna to talk about it on the radio show. So I watched it. And... Um, yeah, yeah. Ab- about that. <laughs> <laughs> You've developed opinions, haven't you? Oh, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> well, not not they're not too major because I'm sure there's a a bunch of people who feel the same way I do about it. Mm, nope, uh, just you, just, just me. you. It can't just be me. <laughs> it can't just be me. Right. Well, let's uh, let's give a quick overview of what happens. Yep. Um, do you want to start? I could probably do it from memory. I reckon you'd if you do it from memory. Okay. And then I can tell you what I dislike about it. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So space. Yes. <laughs> tell me more. A giant big planet okay. drifts. That's planet sounds, by the way. Yep. Yeah. It just. Uh, we're on another planet, and some scientists go, "Oh, it's Janix! It's coming!" Yeah. Um, and they go, oh, and they start evacuating. This scene terrified me as a kid. Let, uh, it kind of makes sense. I can yeah, see that. Yeah. I to um, so these, these guys start evacuating this planet as these w- winds start being drawn up. And basically, one planet is eating the other one. It is. Nom, nom, nom. The 
big orange thing. <laughs> it starts absorbing and crunching the planet. These guys try to escape, but one of them does. One of them gets sucked in. Yep. And in the end, the planet is no more. It's just, it's just gone. Yeah, there's a there's a burp from the other planet. There's just digests. Yep. There's just one vast mechanoid planet yep. drifts on into the cosmos. Ooh. Ooh. Then we get the intro theme. <gasps> <laughs> okay, so the year is 2005. Uh, Decepticons have, the, they're the baddies. They've taken over Cybertron, their home planet. Yep. Um, the Autobots, the goodies, uh, are staging, preparing to stage an invasion to take it back on multiple moons and also the Autobot city back on Earth as well. Right. Right. That's the setup. Decepticons are basically, they've won, kind of, which is funny because they always lost. In yeah, show. I can kind of get it because that's the thing that I, when I watched it, the first thing I thought was, why are they getting, why are they winning? Like they're like, yeah, they've already won. It's bizarre because it's like so quick. There's like the... a 20-year time jump from the series to the film. Mm. And in that time, apparently Decepticons got good. They had a training montage. Oh, yeah, it must have I reckon done. that's what it was. <laughs> um, so on one of the moons, we've got Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. Yeah, voice by, Excuse me. Yeah, you are. Voiced by Peter Cullen, who is still doing the voice today. Classic. Um, and basically, they need more Energon. They need more of their fuel source. Uh, so Ironhide zooms off uh, to go to Autobot City on Earth to get more Energon. Yes. Mm, but, but their plans are foiled for Laserbeak. One of the Decepticons is watching in the window and he takes it back to Megatron. Do you know what? This, this, for me, this is wonderful because you are so in your element right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Just saying how the, the story is, it's great to watch. I'm, I'm so sorry you guys don't get to watch this because it's so good. Megatron, Laserbeak. That's it. Laserbeak flies in and he relays the plans. Um repeating the line from optimus uh all we need is a little energon and a lot of luck more luck than you <laughs> what's the line more luck than you ne- think or something so, yeah now all we need is a little energon and a lot of luck more than you imagine optimus prime so yeah so also the shuttle takes off um, but they get ambushed by the Decepticons where uh, Huffer, Ratchet and Ironhide and Prowl get brutally murdered. Yeah, actually, yeah, they do. That's... Two instruments of destruction. This scene blew my mind as a kid. Uh, oh, I can get it. I mean, if you're invested in these characters... All the established characters just get mowed down. And then they just... like For me, I can imagine that's the equivalent, uh, so from like now, uh, to... Going in to say like Infinity War, and then just killing the Avengers. Yeah. And just been like, there's gonna be new Avengers, but the ones you knew are now well, dead. Well, yeah, like it's essentially Basically, what they yeah. did, and it really is uh... in the opening scene, which is crazy, <laughs> absolutely crazy. Um, the one that sticks with me most is Prowl, who's the uh, one who turns into a police car. Yeah, burns up on the inside. It's all like, the smoke coming out the mouth. He gets like... shot in the chest, and then he opens his mouth as all this smoke yeah. pours out of his eyes. And <laughs> oh my god! Um, so they get wiped out. The Decepticons use the shuttle to to uh, get through the early warning systems uh, and basically attack Autobot City and, and with a plan to wipe them all out. Yeah. Um, 
Cut to Earth. Hot Rod. <laughs> Everyone's favourite teenage transformer. Hot Rod sucks. He, he he does. He really does. Hot Rod's really bad. Dude. He's fishing with Daniel. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and they they see that the shuttle's coming, so they 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 go to meet the shuttle. But oh no, there's a hole in the shuttle. Hot Rod sees it uh, and basically launches the uh, sets off the attack. Yeah. All the Septons pour out, start killing everyone. It does go a bit crazy then. Yeah. It, it really does. It there, really there does. There was a couple of moments that, like, admittedly, not a huge fan of the film, but there were a couple of moments where I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. <laughs> I think that was probably one of them where I was like, oh, it's going to go down. Well, what's awesome is, um, at this point, worth mentioning, Vince DiCola did the tr- uh, soundtrack, who's famously did the Rocky soundtrack. Yes. Um, so it's all 80s synth, and it's, and it's awesome. He's like, my favourite part. Yeah, yeah, admittedly, he is my favorite. The part. Um, the attack, the Autobot, uh, bass, the actual battle music yes. is so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, really cool. In fact, I think I want to blame this for my love of synthwave now because now it's quite popular. But I always liked it, and I think it's because I liked this film. I can kind of get that because there's a lot of stuff that you'll suggest, like, hey, hey, give this a listen, and like having watched this has made me realise that maybe watching stuff like this as as a youth has given you like a different um flavour within your music meal, shall we yeah, say? Yeah, I can see Do that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's Uh I just love it. I it, get it. The um in fact I remember this shows my age. Oh. I used to make mixtapes. Oh on the tapes. On C D. Oh on C D. Yeah, no. <laughs> Come on. Uh but I used to make playlists and stuff and I would shit give them to girlfriends and things and that some of that Transformers the movie music was on them. And I got compliments for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Um, so, during the battle, we introduced to the new characters. We introduced to, obviously, Hot Rod, um, Cup, the old timer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, like, really grouchy dude. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Well, that's how grouchy. He's just like a... It's just like a normal guy. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyday normal guy. RC, the first... Uh, well, it's not the first female one, but quite an obvious attempt at having a Princess Leia character the pink one is that, is that the pinky the whitey pinky yeah, yeah. Robot with the, one. With the yeah. layer hair yeah. um springer who's the green dude turns into a helicopter and a car oh yeah because he just can't be happy with one of <laughs> both and ultra magnus who is the city commander who's awesome yes but i haven't got time for that right now that's a joke that's, transformers joke yeah, everyone see, that's, everyone yeah. transformers joke uh, anyway, during the yeah. fight, everyone dies. It's really p- brutal, and then Optimus arrives. He does to save the. Oh no, hey, we've skipped a bit. Oh, I, sorry, mate. They do an SOS signal to get Optimus in one of the coolest little sequences when Blaster coming at you. Oh, yeah. the the boombox Autobot broadcasters trans- uh, distress call. <laughs> he is awesome. <laughs> he is awesome. Yeah. Right, do you know what? The more that we chat about it, the more I'm realising there's parts of this that I did actually enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, uh, after a, a fight with some tape deck little mini robots, which is awesome, um, Optimus arrives and he decides in a line that's been ripped off in every Transformers thing ever since, mm-hmm. Megatron must be stopped, no matter the cost. And they do use that. Me, 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 me. You got the touch. No, please don't. That, right. We got the power. <laughs> no, please, <laughs> for the love of God, please don't do this. 
uh, Optimus and Megatron uh, fight to the death, and it's pretty savage and brutal and awesome. Awesome. Um, Hold on, is this the is this the cool turn from the truck, flippy through the air, oh, yeah. take well, the that, shots? Is that this bit? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's epic. All right. Apart from the music, you everything. Got the power. No, please stop. The music's really bad. <laughs> everything is. else about it is really good. Uh, Optimus kicks ass, basically. He really does. Yeah. yeah. And when he when he does catch up with Megatron, it's pretty savage. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I learned fight skills from that. I remember the haymaker Optimus does I do quiver <laughs> uh, I remember doing that to a bully in school like. very nice <clears throat> yeah uh, but yeah at the end of it Optimus Prime he's dead he is <laughs> I mean it's awful and brutal and it made me horrifically scarred as a kid it's awful how he dies um, but Megatron's gravely wounded as well the mm-hmm. Decepticons all flee uh Optimus gets taken back to the medical wing, I guess. Yes. And it's all kicks off from there, basically. There we go. Yeah, so when the Decepticons are fleeing, they they let all the wounded ones out the back because they need more space. They're too heavy mm-hmm. on the ship. What? It's yeah. never happened before. Um, and Megatron floats off with the other wounded Transformers and bumbles into... Unicron. Megatron. Welcome, Megatron. Who who said that? I... Unicron. Ah, yes, Unicron. The giant planet eating planet. Yes, that's what you call him. Yeah. It's not what I call him. <laughs> I'm not going to call him what I call no. him. You can see what you've written. Yeah, down. you can see it, but I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to say it on the show. Um all the wounded Decepticons get reformatted into new toys, uh characters. Um including Galvatron voiced by Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, pretty cool. I've only just found this out. Uh, just prior to recording this, that there are some really awesome big name uh, voice actors in this. Absolutely. Well, the biggest one is the voice of Unicron himself, Awesome Wells. Awesome Wells. Awesome Wells. Because that's what he is. <laughs> this was his last ever film yeah. role. So the man who um, you know brought us Citizen Kane, his last ever role was a big god, big robot eating god man. Which is what he was his entire life, really. Yeah. He hated when you this. Think about it. He hated this. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, I think he was quoted as saying something like, "I'm a big robot toy doing horrible things to other robot toys." Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which, which Fair enough. Doesn't sound like a description of a film that's suitable for children. <laughs> yeah, no. no, not really. <laughs> um, so that becomes the crux of the whole story. Really, he's reformatted Megatron and the others in order to hunt down the Matrix that Optimus Prime had. That he's passed on to Ultra Magnus, mm-hmm. and the rest of the film is basically a a chase across planets, and they meet weird and wonderful characters before eventually teaming up at the end. Cool to take down Unicron, and uh, that's uh, yeah, that's Transformers. That's the that is the film, right? What's not to love? What's not to love? Right. So I got fifteen minutes in. Right. I had no idea what was happening. So, <laughs> as someone who's never watched anything to do with Transformers before, I yeah. didn't see any of the build-up. 
I just did not know what was going on. Um, it sort of blew my mind that they killed Optimus Prime. Yes. But not in a good way. You and everyone else, yeah. More in the sense of like, um, like why would you do this? But the thing is, is, it was really confusing for me because it's been so many years since it came out mm. that he's back and he's fine and everything's good and there's been like several films of him in. So I was like... Oh, they're all unrelated. This is not canon. <laughs> this is clearly... None of the stuff that I've seen is canon. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hot Rod sucks. Hot Rod does suck. I hate Hot Rod. Um, and he transforms... At the end, he transforms into Rodimus Prime. Yeah. The, the replacement for Optimus. Uh, bad. Really bad. Yeah, well, this is the really thing. Awful. Even at the time, everyone rejected that. Like, uh, but what about Optimus? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the thing. That's what I meant about it, this being kind of a landmark in that... Rodimus Prime is the actual thing. name, right? Rodimus Prime, yeah. That's what they decided on. Arise, Rodimus Prime. Yeah, so a bunch of people sat in a room, and they went, <laughs> we've killed Optimus Prime. Yeah. We need somebody to take over. Somebody said Rodimus Prime, <laughs> and everybody went, yeah, great. This is exactly the name that we're looking well, for. Well, this is the thing. It's really... A lot of people said that they they didn't know that people cared. They yeah. thought they were just toys. So were quite surprised when Optimus Prime um, caused people to cry and complain. Like, parents were taking their kids to watch this film who were, like, PDST, I'm talking, level, mm. traumatised. Yeah. Um, so much so that when they released it in the UK, uh, they put a thing at the end saying, Optimus Prime will return. And they had to like, yeah. specify that this guy's not dead. Um, the other one as well is that G.I. Joe, uh, which didn't really come over here very much, but was equally massive in America, uh, was made by the same company as Transformers. Right. Uh, had a similar plan to kill off one of the characters. Uh, and they scrapped what? it. Yeah, yeah, they were like, no, they were, no, 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 no. Because this almost killed the franchise. I can imagine, yeah. I, I don't know what it was like at the time, but mm. I can imagine that there was a bit of like a, uh, a period where they sort of, after this film came out, they all sat in front of a mirror. And they had a long, hard look at themselves. <laughs> and they went, what did we do? Yeah. Because it's, yeah. I mean, and the characters they replaced them with were pretty naff. When I say I had like four tapes, so I had the first one, the movie, and then I had Dark Awakening. Dark Awakening was the return of Optimus Prime. Oh yeah, you're saying about this horrific zombie man who tried to kill everyone. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my god! I remember you saying that. Uh, so there's a scene in this uh, this, op- this zombie must prime. We're going to call it from <laughs> now on, uh, where another Transformer like pulls Optimus Prime's uh, Prime's arms off. Yeah. So Hot Rod. Yes. returns in that episode because he gives the Matrix back and stops being Rodimus Prime. Right, good. And then when they realise what terrible idea that was, Hot Rod goes back to get it off him. Because savage. And we're talking limbs removed, we're talking eyes being blown out. It's it's unbelievable. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's the thing. That almost feels like a direct sequel to the film as well because it's really nicely animated. Do you think it was supposed to be? Possibly. Maybe that was like the plan of like. I think they they ramped up the animation a bit because they wanted it to be almost back to back. Because that's the thing with the film; it looks beautiful as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's almost. It's definitely in that sort of uh, high level anime 
sort of style of animation. Lots of reflections and lots of detail and yes. lots of lines. You don't necessarily get a lot of that in this film, uh, the 1986 film, I noticed. The animation is stellar, mm. but I noticed it, it doesn't have um, stuff that makes it, I guess, well, when realistic's compa- a bad word. When you, you compare know. it to the... Oh, it's not realistic. No, but I mean, in the, uh, in the animation style, the right, right. Side, they're not trying to make it look... I think it's, it's subpar Akira. I think it's up there. It's Cause, good. Because you compare it to um, the series. The series is very, like, cheap. The series was a few years before, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, right, cool. But even the follow-up series, it's still quite cheap and quite blocky. Mm. Um, they've just got a solid colour. But in this, that solid colour will have loads of reflections and and rivets and all sorts of things. Yes. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it looks really good. Um, when people say they like Transformers... Yes. If they're not complete morons, oh, Bayformers, <laughs> explosions. If they're not saying that, right. they're probably saying that it's this film. This film is the most referenced thing in the world in the Transformers thing. I've heard a lot of references from this film. Right. I have heard... Um, Bar weep, grana weep, ninny bong. There we go. There's one. Yeah. Straight out the bag. But <laughs> I have heard people mention it. And um, I, I can kind of see why. I can imagine at the time when this came out, this was huge. Yeah. And I I think watching it now probably added a layer of detriment to it that was <laughs> unnecessary. Do you know what I mean? It's, I've, I've put it down more than I should have put it down. But that's because I'm watching a film, an animated film from 86 yeah. Yeah, yeah. in 2019, <laughs> uh, having seen some of the most fantastic things to come through cinema <sighs> in the in the build. Do you know what I mean? I so like, guess. Do you know what I mean? I'm not dissing it because I can totally understand why it's such an awesome film for a lot of people. And me, me like me. Yeah, and the thing is, is I sort of sat there and as much as I kind of went into it with the idea of I'm going to pull this film apart right. because there were a lot of people who really rate it. Okay. And not knowing anything about Transformers, not having any sort of backstory on it. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. went, I'm going to go into this with a very cynical mind and see what comes out. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the film finished. <laughs> I had a smile on Time my face. Time had passed. And I was like, do you know what? It wasn't that bad. It, I really did. I enjoyed myself. Good. So thank Correct. you. Thank you for the recommendation. You're welcome. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, good. You as soon as we watch it, it, finish here, I'm going to watch it again. Good. And I again. Am not. And again and um, again and again. And again. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Good. Hoist the curtain. Dim the lights. Roll out the red carpet. And welcome your hosts, Adam Map. Screen Bucket. Nick's Game Reviews Sekiro Shadows Die Twice I played Sekiro Shadows Die Twice with every intention to complete it and review it. However, despite the world being truly beautiful, the story seeming highly interesting, and the overall development being very high-end, I have been stuck on the second boss for the past week. Therefore, I cannot with all good conscience offer my opinion on it. The difference between this and other From Software games, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, is I actually want to spend time in the world. I'm actually enjoying the parts between the bosses. But when it comes to the bosses, I hate it. I don't want to hate it though, and I guess that's kind of praise in itself really coming from me. But do you know what? I might 
keep going back to it. Um, if I can eventually get past the second boss, then you never know, I might actually enjoy it some more. So, well done from software for making arguably the most realistic samurai game there has ever been. And by that I mean that instead of just hacking away, taking down the enemy's health, you have to parry um, and dodge and build up the stun meter until you can eventually do a finishing move um, on the enemy. And that's really cool. I really, really like that. And that's why I really enjoy the bits between the bosses because it's not just endless hacking. It's actually you've got to be um, creative with how you approach each encounter. But it's not horrendously difficult like it is with Dark Souls and Bloodborne. So... Well done from software on making a genuinely amazing game. Uh, actually, what feels like a new game as well, instead of just a repeat of all the games that have come before. Um, is it the game for me? Probably not. Is it a game for you? If you like Dark Souls, if you like Bloodborne, if you like the old um, samurai fighting games, then I think you will enjoy this. If you uh, hate banging your head against a wall repeatedly over and over and over and over and over, like me, then mm, don't bother. It's, it's definitely not for you. You'll just end up hating yourself, hating everyone around you, hating your cats, hating the table, hating the controller, hating your TV, hating the world. But most of all, you will hate Adam for making you play this game. And that was... Uh... Dot 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 of your fake dimension by Com Trues. Yeah. Yeah, that's from the Happy Season 2 soundtrack. Pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool synth track. Blub, blub, blub. Yeah, that's how it goes. That was a really good impression, <laughs> man. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, Happy Season 2. I was, I've been waiting for this for so long. Came yes. out in America uh, way back around Easter time. Um, had to wait till now to get it on Netflix in the UK. So. So excited. I went on Twitter. I went, yes, yep. yes, it's out now. I saw that. I yeah. Did, did you see the guy who replied? No. The guy who replied and went, oh, it's been, uh, been cancelled. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Thanks, mate. Oh, thanks. He said, yeah, you. not to dampen your enthusiasm, um, but it's been cancelled, actually. So, uh, so move uh, on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, cancelled. Yeah. So, I mean... Well, that leads us on to a segue, doesn't it? Well, yeah. That's what a link. What a link indeed. Cancellations and actings. Yes. It's quite common these days, isn't it? It's happening a lot. There's a lot of stuff that's very good, and there's a lot of stuff that's not getting a lot, enough of a chance. Really. Mm. I'd say. You've got some. I've got some, yes. What's one? What's one of the... What's a show that you were surprised at being cancelled? Uh, Punisher. Oh, uh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one of them shows that they spent two seasons building up. Mm. Uh, spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched it. If you've not watched it, please pause this and go and watch it and then come back and listen to what I've got to say. <laughs> okay. It spends two seasons essentially making John Burnfall, uh, Frank Castle. Uh, right. And they, they spend the time making him the Punisher. And he finally becomes the Punisher. Yeah. And then they cancel it. Oh. So now we're not actually going to get to see him be the Punisher. Yeah. We've seen a lot of Frank Castle, but we've not seen any of... Uh, That's ridiculous. Which is so stupid. Um, I feel, I believe that... The, is it Disney Plus? Is that the new streaming service that's coming out? Yes. 
if they don't bring it back with John Burns. Ah, uh, mm, that's, a, that's a good point. Because the amount of people who have raved about this mm. and been like, this, this is a well, solid show. They've cancelled all of the Marvel TV shows, haven't they? Yeah, most of them are cack, though. Uh, right, okay. It's one of those things where uh, Jessica Jones, meh. Iron Fist, meh. Yeah, Iron Fist, I've heard a lot of Luke, negative. Uh, actually, yeah, Iron Fist is poor. It's not yeah. meh. <laughs> Luke Cage is meh. Yeah. Daredevil's good. Um, the two seasons that I did and once again yet another thing they've built onto this big thing that's going to become and now it's cancelled well, so I because I, I genuinely think they probably cancelled it all because it was Netflix and they will probably rebrand it or repurpose it um, yeah. for their own Disney one but do you know so that's Disney but Sci-Fi Channel is an interesting one as well Sci-Fi have brought out some amazing shows in the last few years uh, Happy's one of them yep which is cancelled. The Expanse is another one. That's you see, that's something I've not watched that a lot of people have said. Like you got to check out. The Expanse, Expanse is, yeah. is amazing. Both of them have been cancelled. The Expanse uh, was then bought out by Amazon, Amazon okay. Studios for the finale, or possibly. Anyway, they, there was an ending. The last season ended. Uh, Amazon brought out a new series, and that was that had an ending. It could go on. Yes. But it was a really nice, satisfying ending, and it was awesome, and you could tell that more money was poured in. Yeah, they've, done, they've just recently done the same thing. It's not sci-fi, um, but they've just done the same thing with Lucifer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they've, uh, Netflix has bought it uh, so that they can actually, because it got cancelled, I think it was like midway through a season, so they never actually got to finish the story. Right, yeah, yeah. So like Netflix had bought it out to finish the story, so they get two more seasons on Netflix, mm. but then they're cancelling it. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's one of those things where... I can kind of get it because they get to actually finish it how they wanted to finish it. Yeah, I mean, the streaming services, I suppose, that makes more sense when they cancel things because they are literally, they can see the viewing numbers. Yeah. In some way. Subscriber views or whatever. Um, and they will know when it's drip, dropping because the the Tick's also been announced as been cancelled. Oh, is, is that a remake of the Tick? Yes. The one that's on Amazon? Yes. Yes, yeah, right. With Peter Serafinowicz. Which I really liked. I haven't seen it myself. I mean, I saw the pilot and then I didn't watch it again. I've seen the one with, uh, is it Patrick Warburton? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. But it's all the same creator. All right, The cool. tick is very much like uh, um, Chucky in that it's all been one voice doing it, which is quite cool. That's pretty cool, yeah. Um, the tick's been cancelled. Uh, and yet Happy... What The reason Happy is sticking in my head as well is it's been cancelled after season two. Yes. Why cancel it? Why not just not make season three? I think it's one of those things where they just... TV companies and the people who are putting... Because they must have to put millions into these shows. But once they finish the season... Yes. Why cancel it? Why not just not make a third season? I think they would have cancelled it midway through the season. Maybe. I, I think the decision would have been made. They would have seen. Maybe. It's only been announced recently, but because I I know with Happy they released the last episode, and within like a week of the last episode being out, yeah, it's it gone straight onto Netflix. Mm, that's which true. is kind of it, not a lot of shows have been like that, have they? The inter- the other interesting thing about that is I'm watching it on Netflix, and it comes up at the beginning a Netflix original series. Yes. Mm. It's a Netflix original series here, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not in America. See, that's weird to me. Yeah, I think there's a lot. Of, there's a couple of shows like that. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember any of them. But I, there was one that I was watching, and it was it. It said the same thing: Netflix original. Right, right. But it wasn't. It was out on an, an American show. Oh, 
Ah, this reminds me as well. Preacher's been cancelled. Uh, really? Yeah. No way. I'm way on. I'm on board for this though. Okay, right. Because Preacher the comic dragged on for so long. So wait, are we not getting a season four? We are getting a season four. Ah, oh, okay. Again, after the season, that's the. But this is really positive because that means it might mean we have an ending. Yeah, no, they should give us a solid ending. But I don't know how, because I could see this going on for... I don't know, I love Preacher. But that's so. the trouble with the comic, it just goes on and on and on. It does, on but there's a lot of really cool things that they could... But I think they've done really well in uh, piecing things out of the comic and, and stitching them into an order that makes more sense. Yeah. Like, in the comic, uh, there's a long, long period of time when they're just in New York, just sort of faffing about. Yeah, there is, yeah. And I hate that. And the only reason that happens is because the writer and the artist happened to be living in New York. It was one big, like, navel-gazing, big apple-kissing... Oh, oh, I love it oh, here. I love living oh. here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which I can kind of see... That that would never work on, a, on the TV show. No, it'd be boring. But there's a lot of stuff from the comics that they could have used. They could have stretched out. They could have used a lot better, like uh, Jesse's original family... Uh, oh, I don't know that that was saw. that was a, a that was stretching it for me. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. it. I think that they could have used the um, the fighting pits and stuff. They could use that a lot better. I guess, I guess. Um, but but I've enjoyed it. That's it. Like you say, I've I've I don't see an issue with it coming to an end. Mm. I've enjoyed it for what it is, especially since it's been replaced by the boy. I say replaced nah, the boys, but they're moving on to do the boys. Nah, this looks good. Yes, yes, that I looks think, good. I think we've talked about it on here, but yeah, I believe so. Yeah, same creative team as Preacher. Yeah, I'm all all over it. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm. I'm as not a big fan of uh, some of them before, but now I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm reassessing. Starting to get on board. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Anyway, let's put a song on. It's one of your picks. It's one of my picks. This one is uh, Chris Cornell, and it is "You Know My Name" from Casino Royale. Mm. So enjoy. Okay. Good. Oh, I, I will. Yeah, you better. Please, sir. What is it, boy? Please. Can you sponsor us? What? You can sponsor a show on North Hearts FM that's made for the community, by the community. And let us keep making great content. We're a fledgling station, but one with over 10,000 listeners a month. And it keeps growing. And what's in it for me? Five adverts a day, sir. Plus, the world will get to see your branding at live events online and be proudly displayed alongside the show you choose to sponsor on all online content plus on-air mentions and branding it won't even be taken out of the shows on listen again so your brand will be out there forever and how much is that going to cost me only 360 pounds a year sir or 30 pounds a month if you just want to run adverts instead of a full sponsor. It isn't more? No, sir. Just head to northartsfm.com for more information or get in touch on Twitter or Facebook. This is brilliant. Show for sale. Show for sale. Oh, hyper spoiler. Hyper spoiler. That's what song just played. Yes, it is. That was from the... 
Cyberpunk 2077 trailer from last year. It was. Whoa, you? how specific. It's a very uh, awesome song. Very awesome song. Yeah. Too right. No, 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 no. That's a good impression, man. I, w- I, w- I want there to be an album of you <laughs> recreating all these songs because you've done so well. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Let's talk about oh. E3, man. E3, yes. This, uh, we're entering Nick's domain, but you've got Sorry, some Nick. Uh, thoughts. Yes. Who cares, Nick? No, I care about I care about Nick. Do you? I don't want to step on his toes, but E3 is my is my babe. Is it? There's some things I want to talk about. Oh man! All right, come on then. So, um, E3 has been shocking. Has it? It's been so bad. Okay, so let's keep it quick. Um, Xbox they did a showing. Uh, they didn't bring out anything worth seeing. <laughs> See, that, but bearing in mind, I've not seen anything. So this, this is, is all why I'm, tra- I'm trying to, to sort me. of. Um, and I'm trying to I'm trying to do a quick roundup okay, yeah, of E3. Yeah. So Xbox, uh, Keanu Reeves is really cool. There you go. That's, I'm that's getting sick. Can, can I just interject and say I'm getting a bit sick of Keanu Reeves? Yeah, and his you can interject. Face. Don't worry, you're allowed to be wrong. It's all right. <laughs> no one's going to be mad. Uh, he's just like everywhere. It's because he's awesome, dude. It's Omni. He's so awesome. He's Omni a- Reeves. Yeah, good bloke though. Yeah, he's, nothing wrong with him. But I'm just, is, he just never got everywhere. the credit. He never got the credit in his prime because there was a time when Keanu was prime, right? Someone write that on a shirt. Right, okay. There was a time when Keanu <laughs> was prime. And he never got the recognition then. And he's now getting into a point where he's really starting to get the recognition for not only being a fantastic actor, not only evidently being a... No, subjective. No, uh, not subjective. Well, he's he, the wooden man. He's not the wooden man. From Drury Lane. Uh, yeah, okay, maybe. All right, maybe. But he... <laughs> I really like him. I really like Keanu Reeves. I really think he's. Um, I think he's a good actor. Yeah, shut up, shut up. Whatever. I just like it. Oh, Keanu. I like it. I've been hyped for Cyberpunk 2077. Can someone? Can we get a replacement for Adam, please? Does anyone? No. Hello, I'm the replacement for Adam. All right, no, yeah. I was just talking about Keanu Reeves. Oh, I hate him. Oh, he thinks he's rubbish. All right, can we get another replacement, please? This guy sucks. One more? Yeah, you. Come on. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I was just talking about Keanu Reeves. I think he's really gorgeous. You see, now we're on a level. Yeah. Uh, So, um... I'm going to sign my Matrix DVD. Did you really? Yeah. That was when he was in his prime. Did you hear me say about the t-shirt idea? Yeah, I didn't like I don't like t-shirts. Okay, yeah. You don't... Actually... You're very old. You should probably put some clothes on. No. No? Okay, this is kind of distracting. Can we get Adam back, please? Ad- G- uh- get out! Get out of the way! <sighs> yes, right, sorry. I got rid of him. Yeah. I think he's on a register, that guy. Yeah, I thought uh, he seemed it. Yeah, there was, uh, there was a lot of hanging. Oh, oh it's really sticky yeah, in his chair. Yeah, sorry, man. I think he got something on my shoe. Um... But yeah, I was so I was going on about Keanu Reeves, and I know you don't, you're not a huge fan. Oh, still, yes, I was. Yeah, because the guy's great. So I've been hyped about <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. For how long now? Seven years? Six uh, years. Six years since the first teaser. Yeah. Six years since the teaser trailer. Last year yeah, we got too, um, we got like a 40 minute gameplay thing, and this year we got the uh, reveal of the date it comes out, which yes. is the 16th of yes, April yes, next yes, year. Yes, 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 yes. I found out about that because my uh, Amazon account pinged and said, "You've just pre- you pre-ordered something ages ago, and now we have a release date." Yeah. By the time it comes out, they'll drop it off by drone or something. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, 
Um, oh my god exactly yeah <laughs> cyberpunk 2077 is now cyberpunk a vi game yeah cyberpunk just... <laughs> april 2020 but yeah so that was xbox xbox was okay at didn't best. they reveal a console they did reveal a console but i'm not going to go into that because i don't think that what they um i don't think they really revealed a console they more just had a bunch of people <laughs> who are making the console go on about how great it's going to be. They, oh, they haven't given it a name because it's Project Scarlet, but there, there was a Project What's a Scorpio stupid name? and a Project n- n- whatever it was before then. It's, Project Pimpernel. It'll be like the Xbox 2 or some crap thing. But Xbox 2 soon. Xbox 2. Oh, see what you did there. Yeah, yeah that's that's good. <laughs> so there was that, but that wasn't a big part of it for me because I don't think that we're going to get a real reveal until next year. All right, fair enough. Uh, so let's move on to Bethesda. Bethesda suck. Nah. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. Bethesda, I used to love. I used to give them all the time in the world, and I yes. run very quickly off them. So they... Even Rage 2 was a bit disappointing. Mm, so I enjoyed Rage 2. Uh, recently coming into that, by the way, you suggested, hey, play Rage. Might yeah, be yeah. good. So I started playing Rage 2. Very good game. Very much enjoying it. I think the pacing's a bit funny. I find it weird that you start off the game with all the best guns and the best car. Yes. Yeah, I can get that, actually. Like, uh, really? But it's... Uh, I'd have liked to have been given a crappy little uh, really fun, rust thing. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's great. Really the fun. combat's great, but... Yeah, anyway. Uh, so Bethesda came out and they revealed uh, that they are doing updates for Fallout 76, which I have... I'm now playing. I refused to play it before. Yeah. But I've, I've started playing it because they released a free trial. Okay. And yeah. along with that free trial... What what bandwagon do you think they jumped on, hey? Hmm, what's the biggest, most popular thing? Where's all the money online? at? Where is all the money mm. at? Is it Flappy Bird? Fallout Flappy Battle Bird. Battle Royale. Oh. Yeah, which oh. is, uh, which is it's, it's really bad, dude. So I downloaded it last night. Yeah. I've been playing it uh, today. And it's just, it's, it doesn't work. You know, certain things don't work. Oh wait, is it already Battle Royale already? Battle Royale is already out for a sneak oh. pre- preview. Oh, okay. So if you if you want to try it, nope. uh, don't. No. That's essentially what I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, they also revealed something that I am hyped about, which is Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal, yes. Which yes, 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 yes admittedly yes, yes. does look incredible. Yes. Something that I uh, well, I'm going to spend Have my money they on. They brought it. in heaven. Yes. Yes. So that's are, interesting. There are three different places you can go to hell. Yeah, uh, you can go to a place that's uh, essentially where it's Mars, isn't it? Yes, yeah, like right. I think it's called the Syndicate or something like that. Okay, right, it's, right, right. it's like the place where yes. they do all the the bad stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. there's heaven, apparently, which we didn't really get much of a reveal on. I mean, that that's quite mind blowing because yeah, well, that's all... the thing. If the guy goes to hell, there has to well, be yes. heaven, right? Yeah, it makes so much sense. So it's like, I've never thought of it before. I would like to think that it's not going to be like a big thing. And it's just going to be like, at the end of the game, he goes to heaven and he just starts gunning down. Like, yeah. He just goes full Doomslayer guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just starts gunning things down. And then like the next game is going to be like him against God or and something. And everyone's Mormons. Uh, yeah, of course. The, yeah, the, the true there, religion. Or wearing a white shirt with the black ties. <laughs> yeah. Or holding their books. Hello! Yeah, hello there, uh, Mr. Doom guy. Just, uh, <laughs> just a, two seconds to talk about our Lord and Saviour. <laughs> yeah, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> the end. You um, have big guts. You are big, therefore you have big guts. Yeah, which she says, you are big, therefore you'll die. <laughs> uh, so other things, other highlights uh, so far. 
you uh, Ubisoft, Ubisoft. It was a Is it Ubisoft? That's no, Ubisoft. Is it, it Ubi? I think it's Ubisoft. Ubi Dooby. Somebody tweet us and tell us: Is it Ubi or it's not going to make any difference? Is it because it's a tweet? We're just going to read it how we read it. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. but yeah, Ubisoft released some new stuff. So they've got a new Ghost Recon coming out. Uh, Breakout, I believe it's called, which has John Burnfall in it, aka okay. Punisher, Extraordinary nice, Genius, nice, Shane, nice. Walking Dead, Dickhead. Sorry, <laughs> beep that. Um, <laughs> uh, which is going to be awesome. Yep. Uh, they also announced a new Watch Dogs game. Yes. 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 Which is severely floating my boat. The first one was a, such a disappointment. I hated it. Yeah, the first one sucked. I didn't bother with the second one. The second one was really enjoyable. I've heard that. Yeah. It's... And this third one looks like what the first one should have been. I'm so into it as an idea. So it's in London. It's in London. It's in London, mate. Oi, I got a robot. Oi, London. London. Proper. The year was 2039. It's robot, isn't it, fella? <laughs> Watchdogs is it's now set in London and you can and you can recruit all the people. All the people. Which sounds ridiculous, but it's legit. So you, if you walk past a character, you can look them up on your phone, give you all your hints, yes. and then you can recruit them. And if that character dies, they're dead. So you can't use them again. Do you reckon you uh, recruit them by sending blackmailed... Is it like Black Mirror? Yeah, I think it's one of those things where you've you like you hack their nudes and you're like, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm totally. going to send them to your mum. You access your you, webcam. You're, you're with us. You're browsing history. Yeah. Because you do that in, um, there's there's a couple of points in Watch Dogs 2 where you do that. Where, oh, really? So you hack into someone's webcam while they're, I don't know, they're like in their house doing drugs. Okay, okay. Or something. And they're like I a, do that a, a CEO. Yeah. And, and you're like, I'm going to send this to your boss or like the, the person who gives you the money. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, well, we'll give you this. <laughs> and it's really awesome. That is true. But it'd be cool to see something like that, you know. Excellent. Well, let's put a song on from... Uh, I don't know why we're putting this on, but talking of Rage 2, let's just put Andrew WK on. Hey, yeah, we should do that. Ready to die. (laughs) Ready to party, that's for sure. Happy birthday! Adam's Film Reviews, Men in Black International 2019. (sighs) Always remember, the universe has a way of leading you to where you're supposed to be at the moment you're supposed to be there. Let's do this. It took me 20 years to find you. How many people can say that? You are the best kept secret in the universe. And I found you. Which makes me perfect for this job. You really think a black suit is going to solve all your problems? Mm, No, but looks damn good on you. We are a rumor. Recognizable only as deja vu and dismissed just as quickly. Time to prove yourself, Agent M. We may have a problem in London. Welcome to MIB. You will be with Agent H, one of the best ever to wear this suit. Catching up on my daily meditation. Time for lunch, I think. Are you hungry? It's 9.30. Perfect. Tuesday's taco day. Written by Art Markham and Matt Holloway and directed by F. Gary Gray, Men in Black International marks the fourth 
in the Men in Black film franchise, although technically you could probably call it a spin-off. Apparently originally supposed to reflect modern issues such as immigration, Men in Black International was rewritten to death, with new scripts being presented to the actors on a daily basis, mostly led by producer Walter Parks, and causing no small amount of trouble with the director Gray, who attempted to leave more than once. And oh god, you can tell. Opening in 1996, a young girl by the name of Molly witnesses the arrival of a pair of men in black agents at her family home, where they question and eventually neuralise her parents. Molly escapes the flash treatment, leaving the young girl intensely curious about what happened that night for the rest of her life. Sure enough, years later, Molly continues to try and track down the men in black, applying to some of the most prestigious levels of government, but is quickly dismissed the moment she reveals her intention to get into the Men in Black headquarters. Still, she is smart and is able to hack into orbiting satellites, learning to track new arrivals to the planet in the hope to eventually run into the Men in Black again. Sure enough, she eventually strikes gold and is able to follow a pair of agents back to their Manhattan headquarters. Once inside, Molly is quickly recognised as an intruder and is soon interrogated by Agent O leader of the organisation. Molly's able to impress O and is eventually granted the opportunity to become a probationary agent, with her first assignment to take place in the London branch. Meanwhile, in London, we're introduced to the suave undercover specialist Agent H, a sort of half-remembered caricature of James Bond and Indiana Jones by, by way of Archer. Agent H and Molly now titled Agent M, are soon partnered and sent off on a globe-trotting journey to meet a member of an alien royal family and uncover the secret of the crystal he's holding. From Marrakesh to Naples to Paris and London, Agents M and H meet a vast array of stupid, confusing characters in their quest to discover more about the sinister hive and, finally, work out what on earth the crystal thing is for. This film is trash. Boring, tiring, and ultimately extremely condescending. Men in Black International aims itself way, way too low and ends up feeling like a cheap children's television show, except with random bursts of swearing. Having been, having been eight years old when the first film was released, I can safely say that kids don't really like goofiness. Give them something interesting. For all its dumb jokes and sassy lines, I probably smiled two or three times and one of them was just hearing the original theme again. Whose idea was it to cast Kamel Nanjiani as a tiny CGI mascot? Awful, terrible attempt at comic relief. It's enough to make Jar Jar blush. And I don't say that lightly. If I had to find one positive, Chris Hemsworth as Agent H and Tessa Thompson as Molly work extremely well as a duo. If you want to see them doing something that's really worth watching, just go and see Thor Ragnarok again. Men in Black isn't a dead franchise. You can still do a lot with it, but this is not how it should be done. I don't even bother watching this on Netflix. You can do better with your time. We are the Men in Black. Looks like the tables have turned. That was an incredible catch. Just a sweet screen bucket. Now, there was something I saw from E3, 
Yeah, there it's was. something we watched together just before the record. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. <laughs> so, so good. It's the uh, Devolver Digital press conference video. It's Devolver Direct. Get it right. Oh yes, they should, yeah. <laughs> Devolver are like the punk rock of uh, video game publishers, especially when it comes to E3. Last year they did a really good one. Um, this year they followed up on it in just an incredible way. It really was amazing. So last year they did a kind of spoof of the attractive CEO talking directly to the camera thing. And at the end of it, she gets shot. <laughs> Like it's, a lot. She, like no, a she lot. Gets, she gets ramboed down. Like. Well, she gets Robocop. She gets Ed 209. Yeah, she, she gets totally shot does. into the city. <laughs> and scribs everywhere. Um, and that's how it follows into this one, where she gets switched back on a la Robocop. Yes. There's dialogue that matches it. Um, what was the one? There's, there's one leave. There's even a line. Uh, glitch! You call this a glitch? <laughs> uh, well, basically, yeah, they've, they've resurrected the speaker from the last year, um, but they can't get her to work properly, so they plug her into the Matrix, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Devolver Direct. Which uh, is really good. So they throw a lot of shade at <laughs> a lot of uh, game developers and game companies. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. It's really hard to talk about without actually just playing you it. I would suggest that if you're hearing this, <laughs> please please just take five minutes out and go and watch this. It might actually be a bit it's longer. 25 it's minutes. 25 minutes. Um, well, that's, so, yeah, so this woman gets stuck in the digital world where she's promoting trailers for the games that they brought, brought out. Yes. But then she realises she's being edited from the outside. Yeah, someone the, else is in control. The marketing woman's changing the script as she talks. It's like great. taking out swear words, and at the end, the marketing woman basically talks directly to the camera, talking to her um, about all the power she's got now and how she's she's going to make the game industry hers and all this stuff. Yeah, and basically, and then it, and then then the, the apocalypse happens. It, it ends. Yeah, <laughs> and the my favorite part about that was that it. Um, that it ends and then you get that dun 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 I was like what is happening and then you get like all the red writing and the- yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, love so, it love it basically this uh, press conference this joke press conference is more Black Mirror than Black Mirror than the most recent series yes of that's Black Mirror. totally what I mean watching it was like oh my this is it was amazing so good I was, I, I was so weird because it started off as this sort of jokey and it was jokey it was jokey the entire way through actually. yeah but it was it's was really good as yeah. well like, yeah it yeah. was solid it, the acting was solid yes and it was and it's a press conference for me three the effects are really nice as well yeah yeah, yeah. There, there's a couple of moments that sort of stand out like there, there's a there's a tentacle out of stomach moment it's pretty good um it's, yeah so hard to describe without it sounding insane it is but it is though but it is it insane, entirely yes. insane imagine watching an e3 press conference where you've got this twerpy sort of biro <laughs> refill dude giving you advice on the new games to buy 
but there, it's like like it's been written. Well, there's even that by a madman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's even that gag for the guy saying, "We've got the new video game v- review for the new video game releases for the video game empire." Yeah. That's the video game. <laughs> there's a bit that's like, can't we just get her to go out on stage and just tell loads of lies <laughs> and stuff that we can't keep up with? And it's just so, so good. <laughs> oh, it's it's fantastic. Highly, highly recommended. I don't know why there's so many Robocop references. I guess because it's cool. I guess that's what they're rolling with. They're and, rolling. The... And I admire and respect that 100%. so much. 100%. Put a song on. Put a song on? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Let's have... Uh, we'll have Midlife Crisis by Faith No More. Uh, and it is from... Actually, it's from San Andreas. Oh. Which is a good little segue out of E3 discussions. Oh. So here is uh, here's Midlife Crisis by Faith No More. I feel it in my throat. I'll feel it in my eyes. Pollen is all around me. Why can't these flowers die? Okay. Well, that's us coming to the end of the show then. It is, man, yeah. How have you found it? Uh, It's been awesome. It's been really cool. A a one-on-one show this time. Yeah, it's been different. It's been more... I've had to keep myself on top of it. (laughs) <laughs> that keep me brain rolling a bit more than last time. Yes. So absolutely. thanks for that, Rob. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Yeah, nice one, mate. Enjoy your Irish holiday. Do you know, he said, I shouldn't really show, show you, but I'm going to send show you some messages he sent. Okay. All right. Let's let's let the world know what how s- Rob is rolling. The sort of things he sends me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this was sent at three in the morning. Okay, right. From Clonic Kilty. Can you? Oh wow! Okay, right. So, um, so let me just. Let I me might just best. have to cut this out. <laughs> Thinking about it. Well, well, that's the ducking DD. Same. Never go oog in Clonakit. Clonny. Clonakilty. Lizard tongue birch. They left me there with the goblins. Gook, I'm still alive. That, <laughs> and that is a poem by Rob. It's that's beautiful. That's so good. I might do a dramatic reading. You made that. Uh, There's a tongue birch. Is my favourite. <laughs> I'm gonna do a dramatic reading. Made that a jingle. I think that's great. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> do it as like a poem, like some like light music behind it. Or some fire in the background. That'd be green Absolutely, you in a smoking jacket. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, it might be worth a video, oh, even. for real. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, a poem by Rob. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so yes, um, lots to talk about. Eh, not really. There was no news, was there? There was, um, no, the only news that I would say, uh, two pieces of news that are worth saying, uh, Love, Death and Robots renewed for season two. <gasps> oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, hells yeah. Oh, And yes. Umbrella Academy renewed for season two. But that's it. That's the only two pieces of news that are worth talking about. So. Oh, man. Oh, I love Death and Robots. Oh, so I've recently different. got a couple more people into it who missed it the first time around. It's because it's amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. It's more Black Mirror than Black Mirror, right? Oh, well, yeah. You see? We're rolling into Ooh. a new era, ladies and gentlemen. Black Mirror, I think for a while, Black Mirror has been a genre rather than a show. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, the, it's, 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 it's like, like the, the new Twilight Zone. Yeah, or Tales from the Unexpected. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. Mm, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Uh, starting to feel that age creeping in again. Is the age creeping in? Yeah. I'm starting to see it in my hands. Dude, you're greying up, man. Why are you buckling over? Ah, ah, ah.
Adam. <laughs> no, dude. Dude, are you all right? Oh, boat Brexit. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, no. He's literally just aged a hundred years. This is horrific. So then. Uh, so I was at the shops, right? Right, yeah. And I, uh, I bought uh, like a lottery ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And the woman behind the counter, right? Right. She wasn't English. Oh, here we go. So I said, oh, what? No. I said, I can't hear what you're saying. No. And and she said, some dobbledygook. Can we get uh, that replacement um, in again, please? No. No. Guys, guys this guy's bad. <laughs> bad for the show. Wait, wait. <laughs> Uh, what happened now? No, I'm, I'm young. I'm young. No, the replacement, go away. Yeah, go, go away. Go. No. You, get back in your corner. Yeah. Go away. Yeah. You all right? Yeah. Sure? Yeah, sorry. Man, that was heavy. Ooh. Luckily. Ah, you found the holy grail of teenage years. The only thing that kept me going there yeah. was indeed the holy grail. The holy hand grenade. The holy hand grenade of, of teenage, teenage kids. Yeah. Links, Africa. The cure for middle age. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> You want to smell like a teenage boy? No, I'd say, I think it's a genuinely good smell. I like Lynx Africa. Yeah, so I do, the, I, I so do. do all the chicks. Yeah. Down the farm. Down the all farm. the baby chickens. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> this <laughs> Come on, chicks. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, I consider myself to be a bit of a chicken magnet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, smooth. You are so smooth, my friend. <laughs> well, Thank you very much for having me on, mate. You're very welcome. You're welcome anytime it's now. It's been a pleasure. Off to the cupboard with you. Yes. Um, please follow us at screen underscore bucket on Twitter. Or if you like our film stuff that we haven't talked about this week, because Rob sodded off, uh, at Hollowdale Media. Thanks, Rob. Uh, you got tweets? I've got tweets, yeah. Do you want to talk about them? Uh, I'm pretty sure I am the Matt Hatter 09, or maybe the Matt Hatter and another combination of numbers. But I am the Matt Hatter on hey. Twitter. Uh, I am <laughs> Matt Butters Butler on Facebook. And I am just Matt Butler on Instagram. And if you want to follow us on any of them, that'd be awesome. And then if you don't want to follow us on any of them, follow Electric Black. Oh, but yeah. Did? Yeah. Nice. 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 Thanks, mate. Brilliant. Cheers. Good. Good. Awesome. Solid. Hollow Dell Media's Screen Bucket with Adam and Matt. And that was episode 21 of Screen Bucket. Um, yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, not much else to say. Uh, do follow us at screen underscore bucket on Twitter. Um, the, you can follow Matt Butler at something, I think we said at the end of the show. I can't remember what it is now. Oh, well. Um, yeah. We'll be back in two weeks' time with a normal episode again. We're going to be kicking off the Blockbuster specials. Um, can I say what it is? No, I won't. I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it for you. But we're just going to talk about some blockbusters. Um, Little blockbuster season. There's a little teaser there. Anyway, see you all next time. Bye! That was Screen Bucket with Adam and Rob. You learned about movies, now remember your job. 
There was TV and games and other stuff too. And now that we've shared it, we've finished the review.